You are listening to the Casual Swinger Podcast. As your hosts, we need to warn you that the material you're about to hear may be sexual or explicit in nature. This podcast is intended for an adult audience. Now, we don't expect you to act like adults. What's the fun in that? We're a married couple living in Florida with over 13 years of experience in the lifestyle, and we take almost nothing seriously. Casual Swinger is a variety show, meaning we'll cover everything from music to events, travel, and even the occasional hilarious screw-up. Our show is about entertainment. We're not licensed professionals. Had anything. And our stories, commentary, and guidance should not be confused with the opinions of a licensed professional. Now that you know, let's take those pants off and get comfy. Hey again, everybody. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. I'm assuming you're coming back. Maybe no one will come back, but my name's Mickey. And I'm Mallory, and we committed to two episodes in a row, and here we are. We uh, Hey, Holy. we don't have to apologize this time. No, I'm sorry, not sorry. Maybe we should just sit here and record a year's worth of episodes back to back to back to back to back. Let's do it. We got enough whiskey here to do it. Yeah, well, Let's I mean, go. the slurred words will not turn anybody They'll off. They'll just have to it. listen in cursive. Okay, why not? Yeah. Yeah, they can just listen. on If they listen on double speed... That will probably oh, that'll fix be it. Hilarious! <laughs> it sound like we're speaking in tongue. <laughs> oh, you like it when people speak in tongue? Yes, I do. Specifically below my belly button. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna lick you right below your belly button and see what you think. I'll probably time. like it. I'm twisted like that. You are. <laughs> hey, so we're coming back to really just kind of talk about what this episode is to us, and this is yeah. going to be a tough one, I think, for us to get through. This episode's called it A Family is Born. Yeah. That's what I wrote down for a working title for this episode. So. Oh, that's interesting. It also sounds like we may be going through like how babies come to this world. But that's, that's right. Okay. Here's how babies are made. The birds <laughs> and the bees. No, actually, I think chapter it, one. That's a, a lovely title. It's um, it's the best kind of challenging to try to work through because we've spent the better part of a month to just absorb and digest Everything that transpired over this trip, uh, you know, we put a lot of sweat equity, a lot of um, and labor intensive efforts into it. And I don't mind saying that out loud. It was fucking worth it. I think we got back for ourselves personally tenfold what we physically put in on the oh, emotional so side. It, it's I'm still a little bit speechless and I'm not one to get um, choked up in, in my emotions. I'm the weirdo that'll go hide in my closet in the dark when the <laughs> Unless you're mad at me. <laughs> and then, yeah, because you're, you're my human. Like, I, I can feel vulnerable with you like that. But even with myself, like, I'll go hide in a dark corner and just have my moment. Um, so I'm going to try not to cry, but I, I can't make any promises. Yeah, it it really was worth the effort. And it's funny, you know, leading up to the trip, uh, certainly talking to, to John from World Exotic Travel, who was our travel agent that handled yeah, uh, arrangements for big us Big shout out to those guys for... Um, yeah, partnering with us. They, they did They did a very good job. Was it perfect? No, but no first time doing anything is. If you remember your first time riding a bike, you probably ate shit and you have scars on your elbows. Oh, that's not where it. I went in my head. I'm like, yeah, I remember my first time. Woo, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were thinking about sex. <laughs> for right? sure. Right? You probably banged until that thing caught fire. I didn't know what an orgasm was for a lot, lot longer. <laughs> my first time having sex was a disaster, too. Yeah, so. anyway. But yeah, so your, your first time doing anything that, that matters to you you're going to maybe over-examine it and look at all the things you could have done better. But we, having had so much experience hosting at Hedo before, had a really long list of things that we felt like 
mattered. We felt that they would matter to people. And what I kept hearing from people like John and some of my friends in the business were saying, you're doing too much. Yeah. You're doing, you don't have to do that much. Mm. People are going to have a good time no matter what. Yeah. I just don't subscribe to that. I, I don't know that that's who we are as humans because, you know, we've, we've had experiences there, many of them. And we, we had a vision. We had a vision of the experience we wanted to curate for everyone, but also give them the opportunity to build their own adventure at the same time. Exactly. And we've been talking about this seriously for three years. Yeah. When you really look at it, it's been more than three years that we've been looking at this opportunity. And we... We've been eyeballing it for six. And we're yeah. going to get into that when we come back into the yeah. episode and talk about kind of how this happened. Yeah. Because the people that are on the trip heard me talk about it a lot because I, I think that's all I did was talk for, for eight days. But, yeah. uh, you know, some news for you guys. Uh-huh. We have our contract. We got our contract <laughs> this week for 2024. We're not funny enough to do it again. <laughs> Doing this shit again. So if you listen to this episode and you go, wow, uh, I want to be a part of that, then you can. Uh, that's We would love it if you wanted to be a part of what we do. And you're going to hear all about our perspective. And uh, then we're going to do a bonus episode oh, that is all of our attendees talking about yeah. their experience. That is so cool. I have goosebumps and that's probably where I'm going to get an emotional is the compilation of the uh, audio files that we got back from our, our friends that attended this event. Yeah. And I feel very lucky. Like we, they're really family. I struggled to point. listen to it, to be honest with you. It, it was tough it, yeah. it, in the best way, again, in the best way, because it hit so hard in the feels just really, to, really good. Just stuff. to know they had such a great time. And we may be putting together a small fall trip. Yeah, we'll see. We're we'll see how that it. shakes out. I think, it, worst case, we're going to put together something. Yeah, something somewhere, somehow. We're yeah. going to do something for fun. Don't want to make any promises. We have a few, you know, calls out mm-hmm. to see what is possible. I want to do something that's affordable. I want to do something that people don't have to take out a mortgage to. I was going to say, and I also want to do something manageable, because when you look at the second half of the year, a lot of people have their, like, PTO. We're coming spent. up on Christmas, too. Right, exactly, exactly. And there's a lot of events and stuff that happen. So yeah. so I want to make sure it's it's digestible. Yeah, I'm thinking possibly something in the States and over a weekend, but we'll see. Yeah, I like that thought. Anyway, so where have we been? We've been to Hito. That's where we've been. <laughs> I mean, we've been to some other stuff. I mean, but mostly it's been... It's been travel, I mean, honestly, mostly for Mrs. Milford. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah it's, it's true. been, you know, stuff supporting our other brand. Yeah. And I don't mind that. I mean, it's kind of like we're still in the lifestyle, even though it really hasn't necessarily been <laughs> lifestyle. It's been yeah. more like, hey, right, let me get the camera. You guys just hold that thought. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's definitely a, a change of pace versus the years past. Yeah. Right? And, but I'm enjoying being able to do that with my favorite person. Yeah, I have fun doing it with you. Uh, I've never seen my dick on camera this much, but hey, whatever. It's been I fun. I love it. My dick or the camera? Yes. <laughs> it speaks to everything about me as a it sexual human. It is weird hearing all these people talk about my dick. I am so weird. happy that we've gotten feedback on it because I'm, I've been telling you how great it is for years. And now, like, this is basically a fucking advertisement for your cock. So, Well, it's only weird because it's usually dudes and You did it, it again. Now. You fished and I, I bit. <laughs> usually I call you on your bullshit. I'm not fishing. Eh, whatever. I'm just saying it's Je- weird to hear Jess, a guy talk Jess, about it. Well, yeah, yeah, that's fair. But just from Derek and Jess will call you on that shit, well, She too. does it every time. Holler. Oh, every yeah. time she you're, calls you're, me. You're going to get a text as soon as she hears this. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I just want to point out that we were with Derek and Jess for 
eight days. Mm-hmm. And there, I, she didn't touch my penis once in the pool because I don't think we were in the pool together one time. No, I, I have to agree with that. It was very much, God, they were so amazing. Right? Weren't they? They were. So fucking amazing. I mean, first time hosts acting like seasoned pros. They were amazing. I We know, we both knew because they're natural leaders and yeah. they're just a, the best kind of human on the planet. Like if, again, wonderful barometers. If you don't like them, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. For sure. 100%. Um, they, they just did such an incredible job. But you're right. I think there was a lot of dividing and conquering. And it was so nice to have two people that you love and trusted so much to know that that was something that could happen. And there's so much they just did by, like, just natural, natural instinct. Yeah. Ugh, we called that ball early on. I just don't know that they – I don't know if they knew that about themselves. I think maybe they did, but maybe not to that degree. I was so worried they were going to be overwhelmed. And they just, they it's fucking killed they it. they worry about things differently. You know, uh, I think because Jess is a planner. Yes. That So she worries when logistically she doesn't know exactly how something's going to play out. Where Derek worries. Also, she's really good at efficiencies. Yeah. And like, like I love, because I can relate, like um, identifying potential pitfalls, mm-hmm. like in discussion and just like calling an audible there. I love that. Yeah, Sorry. I think Derek worries about the same things that I do. Uh, that he making sure he can be there for people and that he can take care of things. Yes. and he's he's a nurturer kind of like I am. Yeah, asking and a lot about experiences and yeah. expectations for the Didn't from other people down. and needs. Yeah, and God, they were just in in their own ways. They were amazing. It was so cool to see. I actually saw Derek grow as a host and as a leader yeah. during that trip. For sure, it was really cool to see. Yeah. I enjoyed it very much, and uh, you know, it's it, we knew we knew going into this how amazing they were going to be. I would. I think my biggest fear was um, overextending. We don't want to ask too much of them. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, I didn't want them to overextend or, or put them too far out of their comfort zone yeah. either. But I did love watching people, and I think I said this before. Um, actually, we said this on our aftercare video that we sent to every attendee that I loved watching people interact with them and fall in love with them the same way we did the first time we met them. Yeah, that was pretty fun. It was, mm, not going to do it, not going to cry. But it was. we got a lot of episode left to talk about this. So. <laughs> but it was one of those, like, moments that you capture in your mind and ingrain it forever. Yeah. Like, just, and it was so innocuous on its surface, like, watching that happen, but so impactful at the same time. All right, and that is the beginning of our love letter to the corn-fed swingers. Anyways, so, <laughs> so much uh, to talk about. You know, we're you know obviously you guys haven't heard from us really in in the last five months, and you know we talked about it a little bit in the whiskey episode, tale of yeah. two tales, uh, which we never did tell anybody why we called it a tale of two tales, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> yeah, well. I think we did in the um the bread bread of the episode. Oh, we might and, have, yeah, in, in the well, actual no. meat. No, the, the meat. That's what I mean. The go. bread's on the outside. I put the my bread on the inside. Really? That's because oh you're God. always the meat in the middle of the sandwich. Oh it's always God. two dudes and you. Uh, I told you I've been getting words wrong. It's okay. Just keep drinking. You're doing great. No, I need to slow down. <laughs> I've only had one. Just play. Put it behind me. But we, we did have, uh, you know, while we were at Hito, and I think next to nobody on our trip knows this, Mallory's grandmother passed away yeah. while we were there. Yeah, like pretty not early early on the week it was early it was the second day yeah it was the second official full day and that was really hard like really that was brutal and but she had been ailing for quite some time she had she had she took us she took a turn when we knew she took a turn before we left for the trip and you know thankfully right there's there's a double-edged sword because it's really hard to cope with you know grief 
and passing, you know, it, it's really because you don't want them to suffer. But it was a lot quicker than we anticipated, which was at the end of the day, a blessing because you don't want someone you love to suffer. Um, and I couldn't be there for my family. You know, we had, we had this commitment and pros, pros play hurt. Right. Um, but we did entertain me possibly leaving early once like that I settled, but there was really no potential for me leaving at all. Like the flights that were available to leave were just not awesome. It, it, yeah. I, like I would get home 12, 12 hours early. It, it, it was just, it was not beneficial to myself or the group or you. So we made a judgment call and I just kept in contact with family. You know, I think they did a good job um, handling everything at home. They had to, right? And it was brutal. And it was brutal watching you go through it. It, it was. So there was a, a lot that happens behind the scenes. And, and you know, we don't want to spill the tea too much, right? We don't want to dampen all the wonderful things that came out of this. But if I I just hope that I still showed up. Oh, you did. <laughs> and you did were my amazing. part. You were amazing. So, yeah, uh, it was it was it was hard, but again, it, it was still absolutely incredible week. You are the picture of pros play hurt. You really yeah, are. Yeah. Right. I was really good at compartmentalizing until I wasn't. I think we got on the plane to come home and I just yeah. that was it. I had no I had nothing left in me to compartmentalize. Yeah, the that poor point. woman sitting next to you didn't she oh, thought like two people coming over from God. vacation should not look the way we did. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. No. Plus was, we were sick. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it just, we had the heto crud, something yeah. fierce. So. Yeah. It was, it was not, not pretty. No, not at all. But, uh, so let's talk about something a little anyway. more fun. Casual toys has a new item in stock. Uh, I brought these in. Uh, I had Chinese kids make them just for you guys. Uh, I'd make that joke all the time. Our, our Chinese listeners probably hate us, but, uh, the, I think we actually have a couple of listeners in China, ironically enough, but anyway, so we have a new toy. It's called the O-Ruption. Yes. You took it for a spin recently. I did. I did. I think it is, and this is not me being biased. I think it's my favorite of that one category. I've tried the Enjoy, um, which is very, very popular. It's kind of like a cult favorite in this genre. And then there's another one like it called Lawand. Yeah, the Lawand Hoop Hoop. And that one I didn't like. And I only do, I didn't like that one because it has this textured element. You called it the Stegosaurus. Yeah, it's like yeah. a ridgeback. <laughs> it's like a little ridgeback in there. And it did not, it's a little too abrasive, honestly. For that design, I don't know what or how, maybe I'm using it wrong, but I didn't like it. Plus, I wasn't a fan of the weight and how it was dispersed because I felt like the skinny end had too much weight to it mm -hmm. versus the fat end. Like, it almost felt balanced like a sword which was strange interesting so yeah. too much balance yeah way too much balance i liked that the eruption has a little more grain to it as far as like its weightiness mm -hmm. and all of it is in the fatter end which i prefer because from a masturbation perspective and like that rocking motion especially if you're a squirter like i can only imagine like having you know to to manage um that end right because that's really like and most people who squirt or use the, yeah, the tool use to do. End, yeah. um, it actually helped with the leverage. Um, you know, obviously it's going to add some uh, wheat to your carry-on or your <laughs> packed bag if you bring yeah. it. It also uh, doubles as a self-defense weapon. Just yeah, FYI. 660 grams. Yeah. Um, but it's impressive. Yeah, 25 Absol ounces for those of you that don't know what that is. Absolutely impressive as far as how... There's really nothing else like it on the market. I've played with a lot of G-Sport toys. Most of them I'm not a fan of. That one is a fucking huge yes. And I swear if I'm ever going to squirt, that thing's going to do it. Oh, yeah. That, I, 
I mean, we just shot a video with you using it, and it was yeah. so hot. I came twice. Yeah. I mean, and I that was awesome. like, it, it, we don't script it or anything when it comes to that kind of stuff because it just is going to play out like. Right. You're going to come when you're going to come. Yes. And you came twice. Yeah, I'm going to come how my pussy tells me it wants to come. Yeah. And she was like, yes, and again. And that doesn't happen very often, especially when you have a G-spot or vaginal orgasm. Mm-hmm. Usually I have to migrate like clitoral vaginal anal something like i have to mix it up i usually can't have back to back the same one it was impressive i was i was very 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 turned on watching you do it i mean normally i'm just like focused on the technical aspects <laughs> i'm a cameraman and i'm not really it's into true. what's going on and i was like he was even for like the last 17 years and i'm still surprised that it doesn't like get old hat for you oh no i will never get tired of watching you whack it yeah that's always felt like the second time i think i got a little aggressive with it you did it was hot yeah yeah it is so <laughs> what we're i mean this eruption is a curved stainless steel toy it's a, we call it a wand, but it doesn't have any functions to it. It doesn't have any vibrations or anything. It's just a heavy-ass stainless wand. Something that people use it for and really enjoy it for is thermal play, meaning you can put it in cold water, you can put it in hot water, and it will hold on to that temperature for quite some time. Ooh, so it's good for, because I've heard of people using, like, the glass and then refrigerate them, like, to help with, like, soreness down there. Mm, swelling. I bet, I bet it can help with that, too. Very much so. It yeah. would actually work for those girls that go to, like, Splash Mocha, for example. The girls that go to Splash, fuck all weekend. I mean, they just screw and screw yeah. and screw. I talked to uh, uh, Keys and Keys Anklets. Keys and Anklets, yeah. Yeah, and he said that's what, the, so Keys and Anklets will buy glass toys from us uh, pretty frequently. Uh, for Splash, and I recommended this because it's smoother, it's not ridged, and it's double-ended, and they can use they can use both ends to, uh, you know, cool down their bits when they've been screwing for a couple hours, and some of those boys got some pretty big hogs at Splash. Well, so. and it's so sterile because it's stainless steel. Yeah. Right? So Easy to clean. So easy to clean. Yeah, so it's absolutely fantastic toy. The best part about it is uh, the comparable price on it is $129. That's what the other people charge. And because we're casual toys and we have a sense of humor, it is 69 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I think that's just the best price point in the world, but it also qualifies you for free shipping. There so $69 with free shipping. Now, one more shout out before we jump into the meat of the episode and come back from a quick little break, not like the last one we took, which was five fucking months. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Shop. We're going to give them abandonment issues if we keep doing that. No, they're gonna, they don't love us. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Then shout out to Topless Travel. Uh, oh, my God. Mark and Chelsea, right? Mark, oh, my God. Those guys, uh, they're, so they're the entertainers for Topless Travel. Joe and Shelly were great. You know, we shared space with them at Hedo, and they were so gracious. Uh, Mark and Chelsea just, you know, when before we went, I reached out to Mark and Chelsea. And I was like, guys, let's show these guys a great time. Mm-hmm. There's no competition here. We're friends. Yeah. And Mark's like, fuck yeah, that is exactly how we roll. And he was right. That is exactly how they roll. They are. They're just genuinely good people. You can tell they enjoy what they do. They're very much about um, taking their job seriously, mm-hmm. making sure everyone's having a good time and being lighthearted, fun, and engaging because they're very dynamic as human beings anyway so the fact that they're entertainers is no surprise i think they found um a profession that suits them very very well and they're good people and their people love them and i'm yeah. so glad we had the opportunity we've we've known mark or have been in the circle like 10 ca- years yeah spinning around and never had the opportunity to really work like this and i feel so grateful that we had the opportunity to yeah it was absolutely cool and if you've never met mark and chelsea uh, she's absolutely beautiful. He's can a can com- sing. Holy shit. Complete ass clown. 
Uh, and I mean <laughs> yes. that in the best way. He's got a mohawk he's, and he wears shirts that say things like, who ate all the pussy? Yeah. <laughs> his fucking laugh. Oh, my God. His laugh is one of my favorites. It is a genuine laugh, too. When he starts giggling, yeah. it, it's infectious. And he, he tickles himself. He does. Like, he laughs at his own jokes, but not in that, like, narcissistic. They're, they're hilarious, but not in a narcissistic, like, douchey way. Yeah. Like, no, it's, uh, absolutely <laughs> it's love endearing. those two. Uh, it's not very often when you work in tight spaces and like you got two naked men standing in a DJ booth uh, and, and neither Mark or I are little dudes and uh, we're you know two naked guys standing in a DJ booth laughing our asses off trying to get like pass chords back and forth and not like cross the streams or anything. It was just absolutely hilarious. Yeah. We had a great time doing it. I put a condom on him, by the way. You did? Oh, that's right. You did put I one did a demonstration. On oh, and then he flicked uh he flicked uh Altoids, Altoids into his, his mouth. mouth from his penis on the side Only of the Only at Hito, yeah. I swear. That happened. Anyway, we'll yeah. get into that in a minute. We'll be right back. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk a little bit more about our Hedo trip. That was Casual Swinger Week 2023. It was just a couple of weeks ago. I'll tell you a little bit about our sponsors and uh, some of our favorite events from the trip. So uh, we'll be back in, I don't know, a couple of seconds. Right. All right. Listening to Casual Swinger. <laughs> Back to Casual Swinger, I'm Mallory. And I am Mickey with a glass of whiskey. <laughs> Is it, it makes it easier to sing it when you've had a glass of whiskey. This is my second one, so it's even better. <laughs> I can sing it longer. Ah, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we get started, I just want to give a, a huge shout out to some of our sponsors. Um, something we did for this Hito trip was we sent out trip boxes, which is it's pretty commonplace for uh, most like travel agents or groups to send out these boxes, but I'm not going to lie in doing in going to heat of this many years. And this is not being biased or narcissistic or treating our own. These boxes were dope. We had some badass. Trip they boxes. were amazing. And most of that is thanks to the following sponsors. We had some amazing stuff. Um, Uber Lube sent 50 mil uh, bottles to, for us to give to all our people sports sheets sent an under the bed restraint system so and badass. leverage system for fucking which people can use at home or bring on the trip it was totally packable a uh, coochie coochie showed the f up so when traveling you're trying to reduce the amount of like liquids you're bringing they sent us a so many travel packs like more than enough for the full week for both parties um absolutely amazing uh wicked sent um the flavored uh, lube. Oh, hand job lube. Hand, hand job and blow job lube, which was absolutely incredible and does not taste like chemicals, by the way. That strawberry was money. We're going to have to ask how you know that. I <laughs> <laughs> Professional dick sucker reporting for duty. <laughs> <laughs> Oxballs with their cock rings and slew of like um, those um, gift buckets that they oh, sent us were, awesome. were amazing. And even nude, they sent us uh, pasties and these really dope ponytails. I saw them glow night. night. Those were amazing and so easy to put in so that was really sm smart of them uh shameless care um which is a testing and ed med mm -hmm. and uh company they also sent um well or came as guests were uh the pole dancing instructors yeah, God, which they were, were so awesome freaking superstars by the way how many times did we get to see them on stage while we were there we saw them on stage twice yeah. and they did two sessions yeah. they were they they were like this the quiet rock stars of the trip yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah like 100%. I, lo I love that, the quiet rock stars. Yes, yeah. for sure. And of course, you know, casual toys, because... <laughs> we did. We brought, we yeah. uh, we added a uh, toy cleaner. 
We did. Yeah, yeah, so yeah we, we had a toy cleaner. A, a bottle of toy cleaner for everybody. Yeah. In addition to all the other shit that we put in the boxes. Oh, man, it was amazing. We had these um, Yeti cups and the handles and the oh, little bags. I love bags. how the handles got used for bondage instead of handles. Oh, my gosh, that was the best thing ever. I'll never forget in the chat group when, when you posted the example of it attached to the cup, like the slew of, like, chats that came in like oh, yeah. oh, oh shit, and then we got the is. restraints like people showing us <laughs> pictures of how they restrained each other and i'm like i these are my people yeah i love where your mind went immediately like there's no way they entertain that these were cup handles so we gave everybody 30 ounce yeti tumblers and those 30 ounce yeti tumblers we gave them paracord handles to go with them and if you've never seen a yeti handle it's got a a loop for the bottom and a loop for the top it does to be fair it looks like restraint handcuffs that have loops in the end and ties in the middle yeah, like, and it, it like almost like and like people were trying to figure out how to tighten them around their wrists. It was hilarious. It was insane and hilarious, and uh, people talking about using them for restraints. Matter of fact, there were people that didn't bring them because they preferred to use them as restraints. So I was like, <laughs> hey, all right, rock on. Do you. Hey, that's it, it's dual purpose now. We look like geniuses. We should have just we should have like, went yes. with it. Yes, yes. It slices it, dices in, it cuts hair. Like. <laughs> So that was that was kind of crazy. Uh, one more shout out in terms of sponsorship, and, and not to say that they're necessarily sponsored because they were a partner on this, but World Exotic Travel, one more time. Uh, those guys did a, a very good job. We were very pleased with them. If you have, uh, obviously, other travels, whether you want to go to Europe or a cruise or something like that, I would strongly recommend reaching out to those guys. Uh, they did a great job. They, we they did. I, I, I definitely felt even when we it, it missed the mark, which it really didn't often it happens, right? Yeah. Humans, whatever. Um, I always felt supported. Yeah. I always felt like really we were nothing supported. that happened that we couldn't necessarily handle between them and us. And Correct. that's really what we need. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. we don't have an expectation of perfection. We just have an expectation of partnership and so, and being able to solve problems together. Yeah, just jump in, yeah. start swinging with us. It was Get amazing. It? Yeah. No, that was fun. But so uh, the shout out of all shout outs and, and, and we talked about it in the beginning, but mm-hmm. you know, Derek and Jess, uh, one more shout out for those guys. Our host couple was unfucking believable. Yeah. Uh, I, I love those guys so much. They did such a great job. So well, before we get into our favorite moments and, and you know, some of the people and the things that we that really loved about this trip, uh, Derek and Jess are just class acts. So. Yeah, and they have agreed to do next year. They have. They're coming back. They I'm are so excited. Our first hosts, and we have another set of hosts for next Ooh, year. But we're not going to announce it just yet, are we? We're, we're going to leave we, it. Are as we going to leave it a secret? Are we going to leave it as a cliffhanger? You know, why don't we leave it as a cliffhanger for now? Yeah, and maybe oh. we'll announce it on. I want their show, either their show or our show. Like I feel like I want them to be here with us. I want to be with them. I would like so. to do that. I'd like yeah. to have them sitting across this table. Now, of course, that does give you guys a hint. Ooh. Now you now you can narrow teaser. down the field. Teaser, teaser. Now you please her. Oh. Well, I think you wanted him to please her. I, I, oh, my God. <laughs> I've, that, never, I've, I've seen dude. Mally with a crush a couple times. This one's hilarious. I know, which was so cute. She stumbles over her which words. Which was so cute because he's like, you're my crush. And I was like, what did you say? Because your mouth's moving and I didn't hear anything. Like, I felt like a total dork. It was absolutely yeah. hilarious watching her walk around crushing. Oh it was the God. best thing ever. Don't stop calling me out. <laughs> stop calling me out. <laughs> I've been telling his wife I have a crush on her for years. So that's mm. all right. But let's talk about just the people that came on this trip because I didn't anticipate. So let, let me back up for a second. So we've been hosting for, for Ed Hito for a long time, hosted for the Rascals. Mm-hmm. 
And what we have seen with new trips is that new trips take some time to go from being a group of people that booked in the same place to becoming a family. Yes. It, and it takes two or three years. Really. Yeah, I, I want to say it takes two or, yeah, two two or three, three years trips. or two or three trips um, to form that kind of bond. And I think, I'm not trying to pat ourselves on the back, and I think something that we did um, that helped is, is making sure everyone had a place and some time to get to know each other before the trip happened. And we did that yeah. a few different ways. We did. And I think that helped. But I don't think that gets all the credit. I think they get the credit. The the human beings that that showed up and and were open and vulnerable and positive and just brought so much energy to the table that it was infectious and contagious. It and snowballed. It did. I think it, it started. I think it really started with Mitch and Cindy's session on Sunday morning. Dude, that that kickoff. You you said that, and I could feel the goosebumps from, like, my wrists and my ankles start to climb up to the trunk of my body. And that's basically how that entire session went, is to watch everyone connect and listen and stay engaged and watch Mitch and Cindy, who we love and respect so much. We've had them on the show twice for good reason. They're natural leaders. They're genuinely caring and loving and nurturing humans, Yeah, you know, they they want so much for so many, and it and it comes from such a, a wonderful place. And you have some of the most fascinating conversations with him. And and I will say you're on two different sides, but I've never seen you open up to another human being when it comes to something like perspective on religion or oh, I don't talk about or it with other you, people. you don't. And the fact that you engage with him as your wife says something to me about how you feel about him. True. True. So, uh, you know, so kind of backing up a little bit, just so you guys know, so casual swinger, if you, if you don't count the last five months of our lives where, you know, we weren't really here, uh, is, is a little over five years old. And in five years ago, when we started casual swinger, we had a, a fantasy that maybe one day there would be a casual swinger week. And as part of building toward that fantasy, we, we started to, tell the world who we are and by creating a show that isn't just about sex and it's not just about the lifestyle it's about life our style mm -hmm. you know and that is a lot of things it's sometimes it's cerebral sometimes it's silly i mean i've had my asshole wax live on this show you love that telling happened. people that it, well i mean it's pretty much the the epitome of being an asshat and, and that's what i did yeah. but for me um i felt like this trip really embodied casual swinger as a whole like what we've done for five years as a show is some of it was cerebral some of it was spiritual some of it was silly mm -hmm. and it all came together in one big ball and it was the coolest thing and you know casual toys when we started casual toys i kind of had a fantasy that maybe one day it could support this trip and it mm -hmm. did and it just all these things that we built came together at one time and it hit me like an emotional sledgehammer to the forehead like that all of that work came together in this one week and with people like Mitch and Cindy where they sat down and we've done two episodes on religion with them and this circle of humans who chose to sit in a circle, by the way. They did. Uh, and this circle of humans started talking about their experiences with shame and religion and family and we had four fucking former four couples with former pastors who all happened to sit next to each other. Yeah, well, our, our leadership in church. Yeah, leader, church and leaders. they just by 
again, I'm going to say kismet, decided to sit all next to each other. And no one knew of this background prior. And again, goosebumps are happening. The contributions that were given during that day, and this is day one. So yeah. everyone came in on Saturday. Morning we, one, day one. Morning one, day one. So everyone came in on Saturday. We greeted people as they trickled in. Some people arrived early, whatever. And we're just, just starting to get a no, no folks. So Saturday night was just kind of... Uh, uh, a free for all, yeah. just trying to find your people and, and get your sea legs. Only in the piano yeah. bar. I I couldn't believe it. The the people that showed up day one and and looking across the room and not maybe not knowing a single familiar face in there felt so comfortable to share at such a deep level. Yeah, and I think there were two or three times that you and I looked at each other and we were tearing up because yeah. it was so amazing to see. The three of you started tearing up and that's when I started. <laughs> I was like, I can't compartmentalize when all of you are losing it. It was the first because, time those fuckers did that to me that week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just just crazy. It, 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 was, it was intense but so beneficial and there were so many wonderful conversations that came out of it and a wonderful event that happened that I can say I've never witnessed or heard of in my life happening at Hedo. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've done some homework. I've reached out to a few of our longtime friends, people that, you know, have... We have uh, to check with Howard. Yeah, Howard sure. is probably the one that would know better than anybody. But I've, I've talked to several people, and no one knows of it ever happening. We actually had five days after that, so five days after the, mm -hmm. the Sunday session, we had a legit baptism on the nude beach. Yeah, liter Hedonism. literally in the water, all nude, baptism. And it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever witnessed in my life. And if you had asked me a week prior if I would willingly be an attendee at a baptism, I don't know what my answer would have been then. I couldn't let that happen and not be a part of it. like, And not because it was a baptism, because it was such a powerful moment for the person that went through it's, it. It's, you, I think, especially as an adult, I, I don't know that I can fully articulate what what a milestone that is what a what a big impactful moment that is for for them and to be willing to share it publicly on top of all I of love that. what he said uh and oh, which is off the cuff by the way they oh, yeah. just it was beautiful but the, I the, couldn't the, repeat it but why well, the gist of it was that the baptism for him represented more than a relationship with his creator mm. it represented his unwillingness to continue living his life authentically, shamefully. Yeah. He didn't want to feel shame anymore for being who he is. Mm -hmm. And he didn't feel like he had to anymore. That doesn't mean he's going to go home and come out to his kids. Yeah. It didn't mean he's going to come home and come out to all of his friends. It just means he's not going to be ashamed of it if for some reason someone were to find out. Mm -hmm. and, and he doesn't have to yeah. because maybe he was made this way and it's okay. Yeah. I was. I thought it was just the fucking coolest thing ever. I, I just enjoyed every second of it. Uh, you know, I'm, again, I I have a very contentious relationship with my creator, but uh, you know, he <laughs> he was uh, he was awesome. And Mitch and Cindy created that. Uh, Jack and Kissy, by the way, oh uh, the other session, which was a few days later, absolutely fucking awesome session on role play. I mean, they, they're, there's such a wealth of information and I'm sure they did a whole corporate presentation. They did a whole, and I'm not <laughs> surprised. I think the information they provided is probably one to 5% of the, the, the knowledge base that they have. Oh, they have tons. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it does take a lot of, I don't want to say humility, but like you can't take it too seriously. You have to be willing to, to, 
commit to this role to to invest right. yourself and and let your hair down per se. And I don't know two other people that do that better than them. And they do it in such a loving and positive way. It's almost like a homing beacon. Like I can feel their energy as it approaches, and yeah. it's just such positive energy. I don't know. It, raise your hand if you outdanced Jack and Kissy, and I might call you a liar. There's no one that outdanced I mean, Jack and Kissy. Yeah. I, I saw mean, Jack dancing at breakfast. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that motherfucker moves they, all day long. It was one of the most dancingest trips. I don't know if that's a word. Dancingest? Dancing just, queens, dancing yeah, fools. They were everywhere. I've ever been on. I've never seen a disco that full that many nights. Of that was week. awesome. That was incredible. That was and that's fun. a lot. That's By the way, all- Peppy uh, proved me wrong on that one because she wanted to go down and do go to the disco. And I was like, it's probably going to be dead. And it was not. Well, I mean. It was not. She was right. I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean. Good for her. And by the way, I told you. I think our group I told you, Peppy, I would admit to being wrong on the show, and I just did it. Yeah, she's screaming. And you also did Swifty for her. I did. And, and, I played some Taylor yeah, Swift and for Allie. her. So. Yeah. And her and Allie, they got their Taylor Swift. But, you know, <laughs> it, I think people don't realize the intention behind what we did by starting with shedding shame and then bringing in someone like Jack and Kissy, who, by the way, have one of our most popular episodes ever, if not the most popular episode we've ever done. Uh, and to take shedding shame and then playfulness yeah. and put those on yeah. bookends. Now that you don't have any guilt associated with yourself and your friends, let's have some fun. Exactly. That was intentional, people. It was. We did that on purpose. Yeah. And the best part is our speakers delivered in spades because you guys dropped the shame on day one. And by the time it was time to talk about having some fun and playing and role play and being your most authentic self and then making up a new self to be, yeah. you guys were awesome. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. And, and, and they're still doing it in our chat group, by yeah. the way. They are still going at it and talking about their role plays and the new ways that they're having sex with each other and other people. And I just can't get enough of it. I love reading it and seeing it and being a part of it. And I feel so goddamn grateful that we got to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't know that grateful really covers it as, as much as I want it to. There's probably, maybe I need to add more words or expand my vocabulary, but yes, that's, it's on the same trajectory as that word. Yeah. Uh, it, it's one of those things where it could have backfired and no one would have ever known because we didn't tell them we did that on purpose. It just kind of happened. And I mean, I had a feeling it would. Yeah. I did. I, cause I know, I know Mitch pretty well. Yeah. And uh, I was in the room and I did, yeah. I did lead some questions. I did ask him a few questions and afterward he's like, you did that on purpose. A hundred percent. Yes, I did. Yes. Uh, he knows me well enough to know when I'm uh, fishing for a conversation yeah. to start. And it did, man, they yeah. delivered yeah, they did. so good. You know, we had birthdays. We had oh like my God. five or six birthdays. Anniversaries. anniversaries. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. an eventful week. Oh, my God. Dub, Milestones for everybody. Dub Don ate and his birthday cake for his wife and champagne for his wife. Which, by the way, she didn't remember wife. the birthday cake. She didn't remember it at all. She was fucked up. That's awesome. It's it was so good cake, hilarious. by the way. It was delicious. It was I so had good. Some. <laughs> I'm not sad about it. Uh, but, you know, all of those things, we got to do that. And that yeah. I think that's the theme for me for this trip and for this episode is we got to do it. We were given the oh. gift of this. You and I got to do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh-huh. So fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, the, the the stuff we did, you know, the pool parties that we threw, um, I felt a little rusty with our pool parties, if I got to be honest. 
Well, I think we're taking on a different um, dynamic. Yeah, different never architecture. DJ'd yeah, because well, and we and we made a judgment call on that one, and I I think uh, you had some feedback actually from um, the our one of our favorite humans. Um, about it, and and she said you need to be out of the out of the DJ booth, oh, and I yeah, think that's, that's spot right. on. I think Nicole that is, lit me up. She, she actually did. said you sucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, there's there's so many lessons learned that came away, and I'm so grateful that when we learn these lessons, that they didn't impact the group's experience there. I think that if I had a, a concern that I was had anxiety over, that I, we knew that there were going to be hiccups, like that you just have to anticipate that when you do events, right? Yeah. That, not everything's going to go to plan. You almost plan to fail a little bit and just know that you have to be quick on your feet and f- figure out a way to mitigate or solve the problem. Yeah, but you need people like that. You need people and, like her that you can trust. Uh, uh, absolutely. And because you you are the, the maitre d', you are the ringleader, you being out front is very, very important. So I think that was something that was missing a little bit, especially from Tuesday. I think Friday was totally different. Friday was a different think, animal entirely. I don't know that everyone knows, but you got a little hammer taking shots. Oh, yeah. They got me fucked up. So yeah, I did this thing hilarious. I call Four Corners. And what I do is I gather the people in the pool in the corners, and I sit in the corners of the pool and make them take shots with me. Hello, introverts. I see you hiding here. (laughs) So when I see people gathered in the corners, and at Hedo Nude Pool, people do gather in the corners, partially because on one side of the pool, that's where the roof is. And uh, so if there's any sun or weather coming in, people will gather over there. That's also where the heat inlets are. It's also close to the bar. It's also closest to the bar. And then on the other side... Uh, it's just, a, it's a comfort zone thing for introverts. They like to put their back to something, so they back into corners. And uh, so those corners end up populated as well. We actually called the one closest to the <laughs> DJ corner, uh, yes. casual corner, because so many of our people were in that corner. And if I went, if, if anyone called me on my bullshit and said, we don't collect introverts, I'd be like, meh. Yeah, there they go. Here we go. Yeah, look at them <laughs> gathering amongst themselves and not talking Here to each other. Here are my ducklings. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but... Uh, so when I do four corners, I run around the pool like a crazy person. In this case, I was shirt cocking in a Guns N' Roses shirt and a slash hat with a slash wig. It was a good look on you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and uh, ran around and made people do shots with me and just kind of lost my shit. And like had, I mean, we had a full-on sing-along going at one point to a, we did. Uh, a bon mashup Jovi. we did of uh, yeah. Bon Jovi. Yeah, I mean, just, sh- and then, of course, the cold air came in. Which doesn't happen very often at Hito. I was a little surprised, but it is April. I think we kind of, in the back of our mind, knew that was a plausibility. Yeah, there was a storm that blew through with some rain and some cold air, and everybody got in the hot tub. So it kind of threw a wrench into that party because it was rocking at one point. I think think the first half half was wonderful. Yeah, it was awesome. And we had a pretty good set list. We've gotten a few requests for that set list, so it was pretty good. Anyway. The games were an absolute blast. Oh my gosh, the games were a hoot. You know, we some of them we we didn't get off as much as we wanted to. So getting the chopper uh, was one we wanted the guys to get up there and do some of it, but we ended up not having enough time. Uh, and and then, it was cold, and I'm like, we're gonna make the guys come up here and wiggle. Yeah, when it got cold, around, they were not gonna take I their think willy. It's just out. not fair. Yeah. So and then uh, you know, I think with uh, blowjob karaoke, people kind of uh, there was. I, we learned a lesson, right? I need to be on the other side of the pool so you guys can see me in the DJ booth. So stuff like that. There's just some lessons we learned that are just kind of fun. But crazy games. Had a good time. I loved it. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. Yeah, it was, it was something. But, you know, my favorite game of the week, though, happened on the Cat Cruise. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad we brought Vibrator Rodeo back. Selfishly, I find it very, very hot. I was, um, I volunteered as a participant for this one. Yeah. I was a, um, 
course for another person, and it was hot as fuck. I think that's one of the hottest vibrator rodeos that we've ever had. So on the cat, uh, the catamaran boats, um, if you've never been on one, how they're constructed is there's uh, the front with like the pontoons, right? Mm-hmm. And there's three of them effectively, and then in between them, there's two nets where people can lay out. There's a deck that runs uh, parallel, right? Mm-hmm. And then behind it, it kind of sinks down where all the, the, the covered roof is and the chair. So we had everyone up on deck. and everyone, Well, no one was missing that. Yeah. And so everyone that was in the netted area was getting like a point blank view of everything of that lifetime. was going on. It was live porn show. Like, I don't think you get to see anything like this outside of Amsterdam. No. No, no, yeah, red light district is probably the only place you've ever seen anything like that. Yeah. Super cool. I mean, it was a lot of fun and the girls had a great time. It was so much that people wanted them to keep going. Like we let them go and everybody's like, no, fuck that. Keep going. Yeah. Why are you getting them off so soon? I was like, vaginas are getting warm and hot and red and like there's a lot of rubbing. Like that needs a break. There's been like 18 orgasms on this deck right now. Yes. We don't need a clitoris falling off. You know, that's uh, one of the times that those guys got to me though when I was trying to thank everybody for their just kind of everything they had done. And we were talking, this was like Wednesday. I mean, this is middle of the week. Yeah, and, it was Wednesday. Yeah, and they just, just, I mean, I couldn't hold my shit together talking to them. It was so, so impactful for me to see them coming together and having fun and looking out for each other. Oh, dude, it was a great party. And then they were out of the boat and swam into the caves. Uh, shout out to Marsha, our fucking captain. He's oh, Marsha's the bomb. Yeah. She is a boss. Yeah. Marshall's like, our captain, yeah. period. Yeah. She said that too. She yeah. goes, I will fight for this trip because <laughs> I love this boat. <laughs> yeah. She's one of the best captains we've had. Like the the weather there, a little windy sometimes. The the waters, depending on what side of the cliffs you are, can get a little choppy. And she's just, it was smooth. It was, it was. so freaking smooth. She kept us in the smooth yeah. water, kept the, you know, the boat between us and some of the other boats too. Yeah. Uh, to keep people, to keep people safe. And that was a big theme for us for this trip. One of the first things that Safety I tell was people. was a big thing, yeah. Yeah, when we, when we get people to the resort, one of the first things I tell them is to look out for each other, mm-hmm. right? Our, our job is to help keep you safe, but you got to help us too. And have fun. Yeah. yeah. That's, those are the two things we want. You want you to be safe and we want to have the best time of your life. Yep. And if you let us do the first, we can do the second. 100%. You know, and uh, there's a lot of conversation about that. You know, one of the things that we encourage people to do is something we call no closed circles. And no, you know, if you've ever been to a lifestyle event, if you've ever been somewhere where people know each other, mm. they tend to stand in a circle and circles always have their back to somebody. Yes. There's, it's just the way they're now, built. We are not advocating for cock blocking either. No. Like that's not the game here, but especially early on the week where people are starting to get to know each other, we think it's important to, to make sure, cause this is a Hedo mantra. This is mind, body, spirit, right? Yes. That, that is old school right there. And the soul. And the soul. And getting to know the people, including the staff, is a big part of that experience. You can't do it with your back turned to And it's very easy to shelter or insulate yourself when you feel a little, when you're you're getting your sea legs. Yeah. So opening that circle and and allowing other people in really does, I think, I don't know if that helped. Well. People get to know each other faster. I know it did because I'm walking around the pool because, you know, I'm running around all over the place all the time. I, I never sat down. We, I, we heard it said a lot. Yeah, we heard people saying it. Hey, hey, open the circle. Yeah. Open up. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like over there, yeah. like, you know, pointing at them. It like, did look go. like synchronized swimming. It like did. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. Well, especially saying. when they saw me coming, they were like, ooh, open the circle. <laughs> like, or like the big circle would form and then little circles. And then uh-huh. like they were like twirling around and yeah. like trying to figure like out Olympic where the rings. circle. Yeah, it was great. 
Yeah, it, it was it was just such a neat thing to see. Uh, the, the, the whole open the circle thing, guys, comes from a really simple mantra, which is you never made friends because somebody wasn't being cool to you, right? Yeah. You're, you were friends. You made friends. You found your way somewhere because someone was cool to you. So I encourage everybody to be cool to each other. Open the circle, and maybe you'll make a new friend. And if they're a douchebag, you can kick them out, right? I mean, that's you, you don't have to let them stay. But, you know, let people in. Don't turn your back to people. And you might find the next amazing person in your circle of friends yeah. standing behind you. Yeah, and you never know. They could be the person or the conduit to the couple that is lightning in a bottle for you. You never freaking know how you that don't. line is going to happen. You simply don't. Yeah. You know, now, uh, shout out, of course, for the staff. The staff was fucking unbelievable. This trip. <sighs> As always. always. As always, and I loved that there was a bunch of newbies, first timers there. They got to know staff. Oh yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, you know, it's uh, we we had a lot of really great experiences with staff, uh, just taking care of people and just going the extra mile for people, which so was so good. One of what, and this is this is a little superficial, but it, it just it made me smile so hard. We were leaving, and we were with Derek and Justin. We're catching our um, bus back to the airport, and James, who's got one of the brightest smiles on the resort. Um, was taking her picture and he's like, Hey, no worries, guys. I have three sisters. I know how to do this. <laughs> like, he was like, I, I'm a professional picture taker at this point because my sisters don't put up with, with shitty pictures. Because we, we were so busy during the week, we had one picture and we were from the boat, from the boat with the four of them. We're terrible about taking pictures when we're working. There's nipples in it. We can't use yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So it's the only, it's the only clothed picture we have with those guys. That, that is 100% true. Uh, you know, one more event I do want to touch on. We sponsored the Glow Party. Oh my gosh, the glow party. You crushed the glow party. What did I do? You bought all that stuff. There were four oh, tables full of that's shit. That's right. Well, I mean, it was the theme was flower power, which was a little different. I'm like, I'm not sure how this is going to translate because I've never been to a theme night that has a glow element like that to it. And I found these cute crowns that, that glow in there. And it just kind of went from there. We had so much swag. We brought enough for everybody, and topless travel, everybody, everybody else everyone. was there. So Pussycat parties, yep. uh, tats and pearls. Yeah. Yep. And so something that is a mantra to what we do, you talk about opening circles, we're very inclusive. Just because you didn't book with us doesn't mean you can't party with us. We're Fucking friends it. with everyone. Absolutely. You know, there's, a, there's some elements that you have to provide exclusivity to your friends and clients and people who come on the trip, like the cocktail party. Yeah. Every, anyone could come in and hang out and have food and drinks, but like the people that booked with us got the prizes. Yeah, we right? gave away $3,000 worth of sex toys. Yeah, that, that cocktail hour was, was um, also was dope. I, I've never seen that many prizes <laughs> given out, and I'm going, oh, my God, what have we done? We, that, it was an entire suitcase. We spent of a lot sex, of money is what we did. Entire suitcase of sex toys. Yes, like was. a full-size fucking 24-inch suitcase. By the way, I love how TSA looked at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're like, how many things can she put in her butt? And I'm like, well, a lot. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, sometimes I put in his butt. I don't know. Like, there's just a lot of stuff. But watching everybody dance right. and while looking out over, because, you know, I'm, I'm taller and I can see. Oh, it's see, a glow party, yes. The, yeah, look at the glow party. Seeing everybody wearing our glow swag and partying their asses it off. It is cool. And then Derek led this group of them to get naked and jump in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time, usually. Nobody ever gets in the am pool. I, am I crazy? Most. Of the trips that we've had, the glow nights, the pool's been closed. Yeah, it's usually closed for cleaning, but I started. they started doing it earlier yeah. so you can get in the pool now. Okay, which is needed because when you're out there dancing like that, DJ did a great job, by the way. Yeah. Did a great job. Yeah, I was, I was, was, I was DJ, happy with him. DJ Extra? It was Extra. Yeah. Yeah, he did a good job. It's It was, it was fun to watch. It was fun to see. So, uh, you know, we got a couple of things we're going to talk about, uh, just our takeaways before we get out of here, guys, but... You know, next year, March 30th through April 6th. Uh, how are we going to top it? Well, you can help. Yeah. Show up. 
be your most authentic self and come ready to be open and meet people that might change your life. Yeah, it happens to us every time we go, and I'm I'm the luckiest duck in the pond. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you are? Just quacking <laughs> up. It's probably the most vanilla thing I've ever said on this podcast. It's okay. <laughs> I'll get you some cheese to go with your quackers. <laughs> oh, God. Can we know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to ruffle your feathers. I'm sorry. Okay. Any more puns? Yeah, you can duck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Mallory, tell us what, if you could add to name one thing from this trip that touched you personally. Not necessarily like all-time favorite, favorite moment, but something that just really grabbed you. What would it be? This is where I lose it, and I know I'm going to lose it because I can't stop whatever's happening above my nose and below my forehead right now. Um, there were a few people, and, and one couple specifically, but a few people that, that spirited the same message um, that they felt like their most selves. That week they felt the most connected to the their person to each other to the people the, the person they came with to the people they met there and they felt like they were forever changed and I selfishly I felt like a lunatic because I had said that about my my first trips there and really every trip there because it's there's nothing like it when you fully embrace an opportunity an event like that or a place like that I feel like you you say there's magic in the sand and and I couldn't agree with you more um and you just open your heart you open your mind and it's it's like we found the meaning of life or our own version of heaven or the garden of eden or 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 the, yeah, the Holy Grail. Like, I know those are very <laughs> religious word euphemisms. But when we come back and I look around and I see people and just getting through or going through the machinations of day-to-day life and, and knowing that the likelihood of them feeling what I felt and what those people felt in those moments is very, very small. It, it almost breaks my heart because it's such a a beautiful thing and to watch them. And I think, you know, who I talk, I'm talking about the conversations. It's a couple that came and they came together. They're actually, their significant others were home and they, they came, were a desire. Actually. Yeah. They were a desire together. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they're, they're, uh, they they're have a, a beautiful and, and very fascinating dynamic. And um, they're, they're as individuals are coming into themselves too. Yeah. They had a, a really vulnerable moment in the, the thing with Mitch and Cindy. Oh yeah. I was but just sitting here thinking about it's, it. It's, I always felt like when I said I was overselling or being melodramatic and one to know that I'm not alone in that experience makes me feel great as a person. But to know that someone else shared that, I don't have a word for it because I want it for everyone. I honestly feel like if everyone on the planet could have that moment to, to have those five or seven days of feeling that way, it would be such a better place. Yeah. And, and, and most people deserve it. They really, really do. I believe that at my core. And I'm just so fucking overjoyed to see and hear other people having that and to watch it, to watch it happen. 
I, I, I'm speechless, utterly speechless to look around and, and see those moments. I talked about people falling in love with Derek and Jess and I, and I can see people watching Peppy just like put her heart on the dance floor and every, put her heart everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Like she was all over. The, and, and even Jack and Kissy who are Hito vets and seeing them have such a great time. It was just, it's, it's, Oh, it's such an overwhelming feeling in the best way humanly possible that I knew <laughs> when we got home, I was going to tank, right? Oh, yeah. It was, I was going to tank. Face was, down in the carpet. But I, I didn't. It actually helped carry me through. It was, don't get me wrong, with the passing and everything we dealt with, it was a little rough. And I think having all of that to hold on to and to think about and to still like revisit today, um, it just makes my heart swell. I feel like the Grinch. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like yeah. Hospitals three times. So I, I'm sorry for taking so much time to get I, through I, that. It's your show. You can talk as much as you want. I, uh, what about you? I'm, I can't wait to hear yours because you're going to make me cry. I know it. So there's a bunch. All right. There's a bunch. Uh, there's so many conversations that I had with, with different people. Uh, and there's, there's some that, that would sound self-serving if I told you what they said. Uh, but it meant the world to me to hear from some of those people, veterans who had been 30 times to Hito mm. and said that we actually made it feel new again and, mm. and interesting. Um, and that would be the self-serving conversations. But there was a conversation that I had with a gentleman, his name is Bob, and less than 30 days prior to coming on the trip, he died. Yeah. Legally, yeah. No, like he legit. was straight up yeah, dead. Yeah. He had cardiac arrest, and he was yeah. dead for almost five minutes. Legitimately, yeah. And not only was he on the trip, but they went to great effort to come on the trip. They had a lot of trouble. They had trouble with their flights, trouble with their transportation. Things just didn't go well. They had cancellations and all kinds of troubles. And, you know, we, we jumped in and tried to help them out with it. We had no idea who they were. Yeah. When I got to know he and his wife, uh, just absolutely incredible to see them open up in the Mitch and Cindy session and talk about what happened to him. He didn't talk about what happened to him during the session. It was after when he came up to me and told me what he knows mm -hmm. and what he knows is that living is the most important thing we can do. Mm -hmm. And he didn't miss that opportunity. He saw the opportunity to come with us and choose to live and it hit me again, just like a like a Mack truck, mm. you know, to know that that you know with his health he could have chosen to stay home and just relax and stay that, on the couch. That would, that's actually what most people would do. They want to insulate and self preserve, right? Yeah, like, and, and he didn't, and he he shared that with me that that he felt like it was it was important to do that. It was also he felt important to let me know that you know that uh, life doesn't end when when it ends. That he saw something. Um, and I thought that that was incredibly powerful as well. Um, it's just crazy. Uh, but to lighten it up a little bit because I'm starting to, um, <laughs> you got this. So cocktail party on Sunday night, somebody comes and grabs me and I'm, I'm flittering around the room. I'm talking to Hito staff. I'm talking to the management. I'm talking to people. Very I'm, much being Swiss army knives. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm running around all over the place and somebody grabs me and goes, you need to stand right here. And I'm like, Why? You need to stand <laughs> I know right where this here. Is going. And what happened was I was turned toward the door and the door opened and a parade of beautiful women started walking <laughs> through the door. And every single one of them was wearing 
what has been coined by our beautiful and amazing ambassadors as the casual bodysuit. Yeah. Available. They were all wearing it. There were right. fucking 15 of them. Well, what was great is what happened was some of these ladies had brought both of them because they come in red and black and had shared them with other ladies on the trip. They had this whole body no moment. Idea. I have the freaking cutest picture of them standing on the balcony of somebody's room. And it's like all all of them all together prior to parading down to see you. And they called, you know what I love about that moment? They called themselves Mickey's Angels. <sighs> and it's one of the sweetest things I've ever seen. Like the the endorsement of love to you. And as your wife, I like I cannot celebrate that enough because I know how amazing you are. And I try to tell you as much as possible, but like I am not fifteen hot women in lingerie parading around you and dancing for you. Like that was <laughs> okay. When you die, you could have to get fifteen hot women in that that piece of lingerie. Like that should be a thing. Oh yeah, it no, was that, that beats the hell incredible. out of seventy two virgins. Um, Inc- that was <laughs> it was incredible. That was. Uh, uh, I don't even know how to thank those ladies and yeah. the a whole like the, the Mickey's Angels thing. Uh, I, I don't know that they'll ever really know because my words don't. You're, you are the wordsmith uh, of the family here. Um, but just so you, you guys know, it that means so much to both of us. And I absolutely loved seeing you be celebrated and your efforts be celebrated in that fashion. And I knew I got pulled aside and like you do not want to miss this. Yeah. And I had no I had no idea what was coming. It was just as much as a surprise to me. I absolutely speechless. Well, I think I, I stood there with my mouth no open clue. catching flies. Yeah, I had no clue. I mean, you and I were running around like crazy and yeah. you know, I, I feel so bad because occasionally, you know, you're in the middle of you're in the middle of something and somebody's trying to tell you something and you like snap at them and you're like, Hey, I'm I'm fucking busy. Hang on, give me a second. <laughs> and I hate to do that to people, and I know I did it to a couple of people, you know, on the trip, but I came away from this trip genuinely loving every human being on it. it inc- absolutely incredible. I, I cannot point at a conversation I have that I didn't fall in love with, the conversation, the person. Was, and it, it was soup to nuts. It was front to back. It never stopped. The only time it stopped is when we finally crashed and went to sleep. And there were there were so many yeah, incredible ones. We're gonna miss, we're gonna miss so much. Um, we had someone come out of their shell and perform. Great. Oh, isn't that great? Uh, I mean, for, for everyone. And, and he was super fucking nervous and he knocked oh, it out of the freaking it. park. Horror the Explorer. God bless her. Oh, honorable and mentions. And her pro- freaking prolific nature. Just oh, embracing Mr. it Mr. Playing for Fun got up there, I mean, and yeah. shook his shit and won the whole thing. I know, I know. That dude wouldn't say shit if he had a mouthful. And, <laughs> and there he is, like, just putting on a full, like, magic mic moment. Oh, yeah. And how about Mr. Electro himself, Locke? Ooh, yeah. Locke and Trust. Oh, we heard about that first thing at breakfast the next oh, yeah. morning. Sorry about that extension cord, brother. Uh, but, you know, and... There's so many. We're going we're gonna to miss... We're going to miss, miss people, yeah, the ladies the, of Vibrator Radio. I mean, there's so many things that happened. Conversations at the pool at night. Like, it's oh, yeah. just midnight pizza. <laughs> you know, you and I barely ever made midnight pizza because we were so Twice. tired. Twice. Yeah. It was. Well, we made it past midnight. We just never got the pizza. No. We didn't. And, you know, Allie brought pepperoni, and she said I could have some, and I never got any. I know. I was so fucking tired. Yeah. I, uh, if I live to be a million, I'll never forget that trip i'll never forget those people i'll never forget what they did for each other i'll never forget the way people walked alicia back to her room every night <laughs> That's true. because Wait, they knew i wanted her to have someone you. looking out for her 
Oh, hold on. Oh my God, I'm naked in the pool, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Oh my God, those guys spread their wings like nobody's business. So much so. And I love seeing that people like, um, I told you that they're actually, they've been uh, hanging out with another couple. Like they're going to see each other. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know the circumstances behind it, but I love like these new and old worlds are coming together and people have formed like these relationships and like now they're friends or, or wink, wink friends. I don't know. Like, I, oh, it's. Here's I'm starting f- to ramble because I'm overwhelmed well, with and, emotion. And we got to finish up because we're an hour. I'm sorry. In. Okay. But I, I want to point out my favorite thing that happened all week long. Because I looked around. I looked around at our group and I looked at around at what was going on. And yes, we have some very physically attractive people in our group. But Yeah, yeah actually. Yeah, we, we actually do. I kept hearing how hot our group was. And I looked around and what I recognized is that physically our group dynamic isn't younger or in more better shape or anything than any other group. I think their spirit and energy is just so... There you go. Well, I... Our group's energy was so good that that made them hotter. And you know what? They are hot. They were hot. They were, Don't get me wrong. Like, we had some hot fucking people in our group and all of you. I'm talking to all of you. I'm not spingling out any of you. But they, your energy they, made you irresistible. It, it did. It oozed sexy and fun and yeah it it was it was everything and and as many times as we've been to Hito I I can honestly say I've never felt that at its volume and frequency never yeah it was lightning in a bottle and I think we're gonna do it again we are gonna do it again (laughs) and that's the funny part because I honestly believe that you and I gave everything we had to give that week but they did it all they did all the work they did they, they made it the best week. They made me want to do it again. You make me want to be a better man. Yeah, they made me want to do it again. <laughs> they made me want to do more and better. And and it was, ins- no, I, inspirational. Yeah. I think that's one of the words I wrote down when I was making notes post-trip is, it was not just impactful, it was inspirational. Yeah. Uh, I think they moved, they moved at each other, but they moved the needle for me. Also, they they showed me what the lifestyle is supposed to be like because they fucked the crap out of each other. I was other. just thinking we should have led with this. That's the most sex I've ever seen on property. Oh my god, way. there was there was banging going on. Yeah. I mean, they kept it in the playrooms for the yeah. most part. It was like an ethical Caligula. Huh? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they had uh, you know electroshock orgies and regular orgies <laughs> and other orgies. They had, I mean, volleyball orgies. They just everything turned into an orgy volleyball in our trip. Orgies. They don't even have a volleyball court yeah, anymore. It is. It's still there. Really? I promise. We I walked know. right past it. You just weren't paying attention. I okay. Yeah, it's it, a there wasn't resort. the Top Gun scene, so I wasn't interested. Yeah, well, everyone's naked, so it's not really quite as impactful as the Top Gun scene was. Fair or as homoerotic. Yeah, but <laughs> whatever. Anyway, that is kind of our recap of our Casual Swinger yeah. Week 2023. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for uh, <laughs> enduring our babble and so our. What you're going to get next yeah. is a companion episode to this that is entirely. The attendees. Yeah. So we've gotten quite a few audio files yeah. from people that were on this trip and it was humbling. And uh, what's another word? It <laughs> it was humbling, but it was. I loved every bit of it. And I promised everybody before we left this trip. I was dancing through the house. Like it just, it, it was energizing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I promised everybody that was on this trip two things. Number one. This trip is not ours anymore. It's theirs. 
It'll always be theirs. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So we, we aren't going to advertise. We're not going to pay to advertise this trip. Nope. We're going to talk about it like we do, but we're not going to go out and buy ads on SDC or nope. SLS. No, we're not going to promote it. I nope. mean, we're not going to promote it on WET's website or anyone else's. I want to make sure that we protect and, and help to curate the energy and the Keep experience the that, that they, they, they have. They are the culture and I will protect that with almost my life. Yeah. at this point because i i would give anything to give that to them again and more i completely agree with you and so the next thing i promised them is that this next episode is theirs yeah this is their time to talk about what they brought home both in their mind and their heart from a place where there's truly magic in the sand and that's what hito is to us mm-hmm. and uh that's a wrap if you got as want to talk about it with us or reach out to us please feel free Mallory's going to tell you in about 10 seconds where to do that and uh, we will help you find your own story, a set of stories to tell about Hito with Casual Swinger next April yeah it's there's nothing like a Hito love letter I'll say that yeah that's there's nothing like a Hito party <laughs> true story no question about it. Uh, all right. So we are Casual Swinger everywhere. If you want more information or want to get a hold of us, casualswinger.com. And you can email us at podcast at casualswinger.com. Uh, we are on social media. That is Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And we are on the dating sites if you'd like to check us out there. That's SLS, SDC, and Cassidy. There it is. Folks, this has been, hey, yet another episode. <laughs> We're on a roll, so I we'll know. make sure to bring you guys some more back. Make sure to check out the companion episode, and not just because your voice is on it. I think you're going to hear some pretty compelling and interesting stories from hedonism and also maybe about how a few lives were changed. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that one as well, and we'll be back with another episode. We got a bunch of topics coming your way. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. Love you. Love you.